0: Hi. Welcome to the Axe Church UK Weekly Podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! Last week we talked about how God is love. And, you know, I just want to say that again. That God is love. He is not like love, He is love. And if there's anything, love should be more like God. Amen? You know, the purest form of love should be more good like God. More selfless like God. Uh, and 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 last week, you know, we... We unpack uh, the very simple truth that God is love, and we should know Him through His love, process Him through His love, uh, and uh, understand Him through His love. And today, I want to, in a way, continue that, that, that line of thought, and I want to talk to us about hope today. Hope, hope. And specifically, I want to, to, to help us to put our hope in God. So if you're taking down notes, that's my title for my message today, Hope in God. Uh, In a while, we're going to turn to some scripture and, uh, you know, we're going to read, amen, hope. Uh, How many of you, uh, you know, find it hard to hope? Or how many of you have, you know, different ideas on what hope is? Uh, A lot of us, I feel, believe in Jesus, we believe in God, um, but we are still... Afraid to hope. Hope basically is having a, 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 a desire for a positive future outcome. That's what hope is. And, and, and because of what Jesus has done, not only can we have peace and love for today, but we can also have hope for the future. Amen? You know. And, and let me turn us to some scripture and let us just hear from scripture what, what hope is. And then let's take it from there. Amen? So if you have your Bibles, why don't you turn with me to Romans chapter 15. Uh, and uh, we're going to look at verse 13. Romans fifteen 13. Let's look at how the Bible talks about hope. Amen? Okay, we also have it flesh up there. Before that, let's pray, shall we? God, we just want to commit even right now, the preaching and the teaching and the hearing of your word into your hands. Lord, we pray, make our hearts soft, make our minds come alive. God, today we want to hear from you. Let your word jump out of the pages of the Bibles we're reading from and let it leap straight into our hearts. God, we desire not for more information today, but more transformation so that we can become more like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And with that, let's look at Romans 15. Uh, Romans 15, 13 says this, Now may the God of hope. Who do we serve? A God of hope. Amen. He is both a God of love. He's also a God of hope. He's not an angry God. He's not a mean God. He's a God of hope. In other words, as Christians, we should have confidence and courage to smile at the future. Amen? Turn to your neighbour and give them a big, big smile. Big, big smile. Amen? And say that you've got to smile at the future. Amen? But let us, let's keep reading. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy. Not some joy, but all joy and peace in believing. That's what hope is. Believing with joy and peace. Amen. That you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? And so, you know, we need to come back to that place and see our faith. Christianity is not just a concept. It's not just a religious, moral ethic uh, that gives us uh, a serenity for today. No, no, no. It's not just for today. It also gives us hope for the future because we don't just believe in just a moral lesson. We believe in a person and his name is jesus and he is the object of our hope you see because jesus didn't just give us peace and love and understanding for what we're going through today but the bible also says this that jesus says i the uh, my father you know that i'm going ahead and 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 going to my father's kingdom my father's realm no our our heavenly father god and 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 no, I'm going to, there's, there's going to be, in the, in the future, there's going to be room, mansions with many rooms and I'm going ahead to prepare your room. And with that, it's also a promise that He will return. He will come back. And so as Christians, we can have hope for the future. Many times as Christians, and, and I've been there before, whenever we see something horrible, or something not so encouraging happened in the world today. For example, when we see war break out and maybe you have a religious parent or religious auntie, uncle, they'll say something like, I think Jesus is coming back. Right? They'll, they'll say that, right? Uh, if you see the oil price increase, Jesus is coming back. Right? Um, if you see, I don't know, you know, outbreak of a virus, oh, Jesus is coming back. You know? If you suddenly see you know wars and rumours of war, Jesus is coming back. And don't get me wrong. Those, in a way, are signs that, that, that you know, the, the world is getting more and more corrupt. And the Bible says that as the world gets darker and darker, Jesus will actually come back and, and make all things right. That is our hope. And so, in other words, Christians, when we hear of these things, let us not just fill our hearts with dread that Jesus is coming back, but let us look at the coming back of Jesus with hope. Amen? That yeah, things are looking bad, but Jesus is coming back. Not to punish us, not to judge us, but to make all things right. To right all the wrongs of the world. To make it on earth as it is in heaven. That is the God we serve. Amen? And that is why as Christians, we can hope. And and, and that is so important because many times as Christians, we while we believe in Jesus, we find it hard to have hope. Another way to Describe hope is confidence. Confidence about the future. And that sometimes you go like, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but I'm not so sure about the future. And even though we, we, we know that God reigns, somehow out of our own mouth, we can still say things like, oh, you know, I went for the interview, but touch wood, right? Have you been there before? Don't raise your hands. I'm not here to judge you, but you've been there. Oh, touch wood. And I'm like, come on, Christians, what what? I well, would touch wood. You know, the only wood that you should touch is the cross. That's the only wood you need. Amen. Not other wood, not your table, not, not wood, touch wood, whatever. No, the only wood is the cross. And on the cross, Jesus says, it is finished. And yet sometimes as Christians, you go like, Oh, I went for the interview, but fingers crossed. Fingers, I went for the exam, but fingers crossed. Friends, the only cross you need. Is a cross of Jesus Christ. So the next time your friend says, fingers crossed, yeah, cross your fingers. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> no, just, just go like, come, no, just encourage them. We'll come back to, to, to some encouragement later, alright? And so, no, that's why I feel God uh, wants to impart this message to us. We believe in, We believe in Him. Good. But now let's learn to hope in Him. Is your confidence in Jesus or is your confidence in yourself Or is your confidence and your courage based on your bank account, based on that job, based on the outcome of the interview? No, no, no. No matter, like what we heard today, that testimony, no matter the outcome, Jesus is in charge. Amen? And so let us turn to another scripture uh, that we will be unpacking today. So let's turn to Psalm chapter 42. Psalm 42. And uh, we will look at you know, the, the honest prayer <laughs> and crying out. That's what Psalms are. They are songs of poetry and, 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 and you know, worship unto God. Uh, they are, in a way, journals, you know, expressing inner thoughts to God. And, and today, we're going to reflect on, 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 on them. So Psalm 42, we're going to read all of it from verse 1 to verse 11. And so, here we go. As the deer... Pants for water brooks, so pants my soul for you, oh God. I know the English sounds a bit old, but hang in there. In other words, you know, just like how a deer is thirsty, thirsty, thirsty for water, you know, my soul thirsts for you, amen. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. Oh, ouch, how many have been there before? How many of you have gone through some tough times where the only thing that's ever touched your lips, you've got no more appetite, and the only thing that nourishes your lips are the tears that roll down your 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 cheeks? And you know, like, and, and this is so real. The Bible is so real. And and if you've been there before, friends, good news—you can hope in the living God. Amen. No matter what you're going through, hope in the living God. Uh, you know, my tears have been my food day and night. What they continually say to me: Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me, for I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? It sounds like Shakespeare. Hope in God, for I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. Now, this is like New King James, but other translations like NIV uh, say this Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Amen. It's powerful words. So, my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar. "'Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. "'All your waves, billows have gone over me. "'The Lord will command His loving kindness in the daytime, "'and in the night His song shall be with me. "'A prayer to God of my life. "'I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? "'Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? "'As with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me, "'while they say to me all day long, where is your God?' Why are you cast down, O oh, my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. For I shall yet praise Him, the help of my countenance and my God. Amen. We're going to unpack there. You know, like I said, our hope is not just on a religious system. Our hope is in Jesus. The Son of God who loves us died for our sins. You know, on the cross, He Die for all of our mistakes. And from today onwards, whenever God looks at us because of Jesus, He doesn't look at our wrongdoings. He doesn't look at our mistakes. He doesn't look at you know, what we didn't quite get right at the exam or the interview. No, He looks at what Jesus has done. He looks at how Jesus shed His blood for us. And so when God looks at us, He also doesn't look at us and look at our past. He looks at what Jesus has done for our past. Amen? And because of that, we can hope. Because of that, we can have joy. Because of that, we can have peace. Because of that, we can have confidence in the future. Amen? And, and, and so I have three points for us that will help us understand why hope is so important. And I hope that this will help us to hope even more. Hope in God. Amen? And so, um, based on the psalm that we just read, uh, I'm going to give us three points. Point number one is this. Why is hope so important? Hope helps us to look up. Hope helps us to look up. Right? In verse 5 it says, Hope in God. Our hope is in God. And no matter what you're going through, sometimes we're going through situations. uh, you know. Tragedies, trauma, you know, uh, family issues, personal issues, work issues, life issues, issue issues, and we go through so much, and and we just end up getting, you know, more discouraged and discouraged and discouraged. You go for an interview, you come out discouraged, and you start looking down, looking down at your own performance, looking down at. At you know, even uh, the opportunity that God opened for you, you start looking down and, and, and look at the hopelessness of it all, but then because of hope, we can look up. Because of hope, we can be optimistic. That's another word for looking up. Because of hope, we can we can put our chin up. Amen. And and that is so important because that's how God wants his people to live. Not just looking down, but no matter what the future comes, we can have hope. Because our hope is not based on the success of that interview or the, the, the grade that we will get, or you know, whether somebody says yes or no to us, you know, our hope is in jesus and because of that we can look up because of that we can be optimistic you know maybe this is a word for some of us here maybe for some of you uh, this week has been tough and you've gone through some struggles and begin to wonder to yourself man am i even at the right place Am I even supposed to be doing this course? Am I even supposed to be in this job? And, and, and life, and the noise of life is just forcing you to look down, look down, look down. But here I am to tell you, friends, look up. Look up. You know, this is not self-help. This is not motivation for no motivation's sake. If anything, this is God help. Look up and remember again where your help comes from. That was what the psalmist was trying to do. So, come on, look up. And, and I love it. It says that you will yet praise him. Meaning that, hey, there's going to be a better outcome. You know, there might be a setback right now. There might be a delay right now to your breakthrough. But a delay doesn't mean a denier. A setback could also be a setup. So friends, don't let the current situation, you know, drag your soul down. But learn to look up where your hope is from. Look up to the one who is writing your future. Amen? Maybe some of us here, you receive a a bad report this week. Uh, You receive some bad news this week. Don't just focus on the bad news. Don't just look down at the bad news. Come on, tell your soul, hey, it's time to look up. And why can we look up? Because Jesus is in control. Jesus is on the throne. Because our hope is not on the economy. Our hope is not on... I don't know, you know, uh, your favorite football team winning or losing. You know, no, shouldn't be losing, but winning. You know, your hope is not on all that. Your hope is in Jesus. And because of that, no matter what happens around you, we can be optimistic. Amen? We can smile at the future. We can be confident. We can have peace. We can have joy. Amen? Turn to your neighbor and says, you can have joy for the future. Amen? Look up. And another the thing that hope helps us to do is that hope helps us to stir up. Stir up. How many of you love a good cup of hot chocolate? How many here? And hot chocolate fans? You know, if you're from Southeast Asia, uh, there's this, this, oh, come on, some of you are already speaking in tongues. You know, there's, there's this, you know, heavenly, you know, if in ancient times they call it manna. But in modern days, we give it another name. It's called Milo. Uh, and it's this hot chocolatey malt drink. You know, if you grow up in Southeast Asia, you know it, or Australia. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just amazing, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's actually made by Nestle, so it's not that, it's not that oriental. So, so it's, it's Milo. And uh, how many of you had a good cup of hot chocolate on Milo? And, uh, you know, you let it sit to cool down. And as it cools down, um you know you, you 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 lift it up to take a sip and then it suddenly becomes bland and it's not like the milo has changed but the the chocolate has sunk down and all that's needed to fix it is not to chuck the whole milo out but all that's needed is to stir am i speaking to someone to stir the spoon and then the chocolate right rises up again <laughs> and then fills every every bit of your, you know, taste buds and, and your, you know, just, just, you know, I know after this you'll be saying that, let's, let's go to some place with Milo. And that's what we need sometimes. And hope is that spoon that God gives us to stir up our soul. I love that the Bible is so real and so practical. The psalm that we just read was so real and raw. And that's another encouragement. Do we need to be perfect to go to God? No. Do we need to speak to God in perfect English? No. Just come to God as you are. And this person was coming to God with his pain, with his struggle, and saying, God, it's been so tough, God. I've been so thirsty. I feel so disconnected with you. The people all around me, the situations all around me, they are taunting me. They are yelling at me they're saying where is your god and i feel so defeated but then verse five but then i spoke to my soul and i stirred up my soul and i go "Soul, why are you so downcast so why are you so disturbed so have you forgotten that we serve the most high god have you forgotten and, and, and in life, the Bible is telling us that in life, there will be times where you need to speak to yourself. And everyone who talks to themselves say, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now you know, oh, I'm not weird. I'm not weird. <laughs> yes, you're not weird. You know, there are times where you do need to, the Bible says, speak to your soul. Preach to your soul. There are times when you need to preach to yourself. Not hype yourself up, but preach to your soul. Soul, don't be distraught. Soul, don't be so downcast. And I love that It didn't just happen once, but it happened in verse 5 and verse 11. You know, in the same psalm, it happens twice. In fact, no random Bible trivia. Biblical scholars actually believe that Psalm 42 and Psalm 43 were originally one psalm. Because homework, go back and read Psalm 43. And Psalm 43 verse 5 again has the exact same words. My soul, why are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? All your hope is in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. And in other words, the psalmist here is telling us that there will be times where you need to stir yourself up again. Not just once, but multiple times. But hope gives us the key to do that. So in other words, are you going through a tough time? Speak to yourself. Come on soul, don't be discouraged. God is still in charge. And if that doesn't work, do it again. If that doesn't work, do it again. If that doesn't work, do it again. You know, stir it up again. You know, the, the Psalms are trying us stir up again. And you can see the design of the Psalm, you know, oh, my enemies crush me, you know, they say, where is your God? But I will speak to my soul. And then my enemies came around and they saved me. You know, it's and, and we go through that, don't we? Monday, we go like, you know, wow, you know, wow, it's such, such a powerful encounter with God on Sunday. I can face Monday and then by 12 p.m., you go like, God, where are you, God? And then by afternoon, you know, so what, what do you do? Wait until next Sunday to get your recharge? No. Monday afternoon, go like, so? Why are you so downcast? Have you forgotten that we can hope in God? Come on, you can do it. And then you feel like, oh, I've got a second wind and then you can go through a day. And then maybe by the time you finish dinner, and as you're going to bed, you start worrying about tomorrow. Oh, how many have been there before? You go like, oh no, I'm going to sleep. A place of rest, but all I can think of is unrest. Because tomorrow is just eight hours away, six hours away, depending on how much sleep you get. What do you do then? Do you go like, you know, do you, do you, do you drown yourself in alcohol? Do you, do you drown yourself in Netflix? No, no, no. That's where you need to speak to your soul. You see, hope is the antidote that Netflix can't fix. Hope is the antidote that stress eating can't fix. Hope is the antidote, friends. And so the Word of God tells us that when life gets you down, speak to yourself. Amen? Discouragement will come, but learn to preach to yourself. Turn to your neighbor and say, preach to yourself. Speak to your soul. soul. Hope in God. Amen? You know? And, And that's what church is. You know, sometimes when you come to church, and then someone looks at you and you look a little bit low and they go like, hey, how's your week? It's alright. I went for the interview. I thought I did really badly. And then somebody goes like, hey, maybe it's not so bad. You see, the person's not just trying to be positive for a positive sake. And the person is trying to stir up your soul. As a church, that's what we do. We stir up. Worship. We're stirring up our soul. Re- reminding ourselves what God has done. Amen? And so, hope. Is that key? Hope is that teaspoon that stirs up our soul. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not cursed. You're not. You're not. Because sometimes when we go through tough times, did I do something wrong? It, has God forgotten me? No, no, no. God hasn't forgotten you. Maybe you've forgotten Him. You're not. You're not forgotten Him by stop believing in Him. You've forgotten how powerful He is. You've forgotten how present He is. You've forgotten how much He wants to partner with you. And by stirring up, you're actually creating more testimonies for yourself. Amen? So this week, learn to stir up your soul. Amen? Stir up your soul, not trouble, alright? <laughs> Point number three. Hope helps us to show up. Show up. Amen? Show up means that, you know, to, to, to turn up, to, to continue. Just like all of you guys, you showed up this morning. And thank you for showing up for church. And showing up just means turning up. Showing up just means continuing. And sometimes in life, we can go through things that makes us want to give up. And hope is the key in helping us to continue. Let me just get real with all of you who are in church. No matter how mature or new a Christian you think you are, uh, there will come times where you will be tempted to put God in the back seat. In other words, we will be tempted to, I don't know, give God a miss. And, and, and we've all been there before. right? I've been there before. I know, not very encouraging here, but you're the pastor. And there are days where, where you know, it, it, we, on a Sunday, come on, let's get real. Church is a place where we can get real. Sometimes on Sunday we don 't feel like coming to church. There are times in Sunday we don 't feel like praying. There are times in on Sunday on, on you know we don 't feel like worshiping and let 's take it away from church because maybe some of you are getting a bit discouraged. There are days where you don 't feel like going to class. There are days where you don 't feel like turning up to work uh, there, there are days where you don 't feel like talking to people and and it's you know because It's exhausting. But that's not how God wants us to live. God doesn't want us to live being tossed to and fro by the winds of our emotions. So how do we overcome that? Hope. Hope. Hope in what? Hope in God. This this is my personal encouragement. The next time you get tempted to go like, oh, you were in church last week, you know, there's an exam on Monday, come on, today's Sunday, you need to, you know, just come on, come on, you know, give church a miss, God will understand. Now, the next time you're tempted with that, stir up your soul and go like, yeah, I'm sure God will understand. But what if today, God's going to show up in a powerful way? But what if? Hope is another way of saying, but what if? Yeah, I know, it could be a normal Sunday, if there is such a thing, you know, normal Sunday. But what if? But what if? Oh, Sometimes we're tempted to stop praying. But what if you're just one prayer away? One day of believing away from that breakthrough, from that phone call, from that answer that you were looking for. Does this make sense? You know, hope helps us to keep going. And our hope is in God. And and understanding that He has a plan and a purpose for all of our lives. And so, let me put it in a church context. You know, maybe you you were reminded, hey, next week, you're on to serve. Thank you in advance. You know, maybe Gareth who leads our hosting team, you know, is saying that, hey, thank you in advance for hosting. And he'd be like, hosting... Hosting means that you no, know, I got to stand outside. You know, I've had a long day. You no, know, I have to stand outside and welcome other people. And sometimes when I stand there and welcome people, people just walk past me because they're rushing in for church because they know they're running late. So as much as I go like, "Hey, hi, welcome," they be like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." It's not the most this. And you know, what do you do? Do you just get carried away by by what could happen, or do you learn to hope and go like? But what if I don't feel like it? It's not always the most encouraging, you know. First of all, ushers, we love you, okay. You no, know, but it's not always most encouraging. People don't always acknowledge us. They, they don't always greet us with a firm handshake. They give us a wet, soft one. And uh, but what if? But what if next week, you know, I I could be that beacon of hope for someone. But what if, you know? for every 99 that, that don't appreciate what if there was one person that needed that encouragement. So you know what? I'm going to show up. I'm going to serve the Lord. You don't feel like going to work. Oh, work. Oh, so draining. You know, I think I'm going to you know, work from home today. And then suddenly, we are reminded, hey, maybe it's not just about Work maybe it's not just about me. Maybe I need to remember again that it was God who gave me this job. And maybe I don't feel like going to work today, but maybe I need to show up. Because maybe today, there's somebody I could impact. Even at the water cooler, maybe today there's somebody... I need to encourage. Maybe today, there's somebody, maybe, maybe today is the day that, that God will move in the life of one of my colleagues. So you know what? I'm going to show up. Am I making sense to people? You know, sometimes we go like, you know what? I, 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 I don't feel like, you know, anything. I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like singing. Just not in the mood. But what if? This could be the moment of your breakthrough. What if, you know, this act of musical worship is exactly what your soul needs? You see, recently I was uh, blessed to go on a holiday with with, uh, Kat um, to celebrate our our 10th year anniversary. Um, And we went to Norway. And uh, we we, we climbed this uh, famous kind of like mountain thingy um, called Trotunga or Trotunga. It, it's basically this place that uh, the, at the end of it, it looks like a little cliff that overlooks like the end of the world and it looks like a little uh, you know, Trotunga or Trotunga in local language means the troll's tongue. It looks like a little tongue. And a lot of people climb and, and they, they climb all the way just to have that little moment of, of standing at the edge and, and, and with the, you know, power of optical illusion look like they're about to fall off, you know. I mean, it, it does look quite scary. Uh, and, 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 and my point is this, that at the start of the journey, we were so excited because we were like, whoa! we're here yay we're gonna start climbing it's gonna be 10 hours five hours in five hours out but we are excited at the start it's easy to be excited At the start is so easy even though we know that there's there's lots of work ahead at the start of university so excited at the start of work so excited at the start of everything marriage so excited relationships so excited and, and of course, at the end of it, lots of excitement too because you get to take picture, you know, dangling from the little cliff. But how many know that from, from the start to the end, there needs to be the journey called faithfulness? And many times, faithfulness, if I can be honest, sounds boring. Faithfulness is not always exciting, but faithfulness is so important. Faithfulness is, is the incremental steps that we take towards our breakthrough. And, and, and as I was climbing that mountain, there were times when we were going through the valleys of faithfulness. It wasn't called that. I called it myself to motivate me to keep walking. And as I was going through this. I'm like, oh, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Three hours in no more, two more hours. And it, it doesn't look very exciting. It doesn't look very pretty, you know. And I need to remind myself, no, no, no. But every step matters. Every step matters. Maybe that's a word for some of us here today. Every step matters. Every step you take towards God matters. Some of you feel so far away from God, but every step matters. Don't compare yourself to, I don't know, the best Christian you know. Oh, can I never be like that person? No, no, no. You don't need to be like that person. You just need to take every step towards God. Every step of faithfulness. And how do we take every step? Hope. Maybe this step will be the one. Maybe this step will be the one. Maybe this step will be the one. We want to makes it easier. Those of us who wake out, uh, wake out, work out. You can see I don't really work out. Those of us who work out, go to the gym and all that. Uh, there's this thing called the pain threshold, and it's that thing of where you go like, I can't do it, I can't do it, and then just a little bit push and go, I did it. And then after that, you're not the same again. You can do it, but but how do you reach upon where you do it? Do you know where exactly the, the moment where you break the train pressure? We'll never know. We just gotta keep going. But how do we keep going for keep going? Sake? We don't have to keep going for keep going, sick. We can keep going hoping in Jesus. Going like, you know what? I need God to move. I'm a a born again believer but there are issues in my life. There are addictions in my life. I want to be set free. I know that Jesus can set me free but where is my freedom? I'm still in in bondage. I'm still stuck. And this is how we approach God. Do I just tap out now and, and go like, you know what? Enough fighting the temptation, time to give in. Or do we go like, you know what? Let me just resist one more day because this could be that day that 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 does it for me, I just keep one more day. we keep going because of our hope in God, that He sees all of our actions, and not a single thing we do will be in vain. One last testimony and I 'll end speaking about you know showing up and, and, and continuing um, you know hopefully one day you can hear testimony from this person yourself but Uh, Just last week, I, um, uh, you know, caught up with someone and they they shared with me how they, um, after almost a year of coming to church, um, you know, somewhere in August, he gave his life to Jesus. And I go like, oh, wow, you know, that's amazing, you know. And, uh, and I go like, why, why didn't you tell me? He said, oh, I thought you knew. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I guess, you know, pastors you know, happen to know everything, no? Um, and I just asked him, so how? What, what, made you, what made you realize? What made you? He says that it was just over time. It was just over time. Over time, bit by bit by bit by bit. And eventually, one Sunday. And I was he so excited. Which Sunday? He says, I don't remember. One Sunday and I'm I'm trying to pinpoint, one Sunday Sunday in August, which Sunday in August? Um, I don't know, but I know, you know, there was somebody worshipping that day, I go like, "Mm mm-hmm, that's every Sunday. (laughs) Um, um, You know? But one Sunday, see, one Sunday could be your day of breakthrough. It could just be that one Sunday, it could be that Monday. We just need to keep believing, keep hoping, keep trusting, keep pressing forward. Not out of our own strength. Out of our own strength, we will give up. But keep pushing forward, having hope in Jesus. That this could just be that moment that He moves. Just like Christians, we live every day in hope that maybe today, it's a day that Jesus will come back and make all things right again. Maybe today. Maybe today. And if today is that day, let me give it my best. Amen? I hope this encourages you. I hope this speaks to you. I can't just invite the worship team up. And I just, you know, sense that some of us here, again, you know God, but you find it hard to hope in Him. Friends, This message is for you. Some of us here, life has just, you know, pushed us down. All we can see is just down, down, down. And my encouragement is this, hey, don't let the situations and circumstances of what you're going through right now be the lens in which you look at life. Let the hope in Jesus be the lens that you look at everything that you're going through. Some of us, you feel really discouraged and you think there's something wrong with you. No. You just need to learn to speak to your heart and go like, come on. Come on, soul. Hope again. Come on, soul. You can do it. Come on, soul. God is still in charge. So why are you so downcast? Haven't you forgot?" We will yet praise Him, our Saviour and our God. Amen. And for some of us here, you, you could feel like you're at the verge of giving up. Keep hoping. Keep trusting. Maybe you waited, you've been waiting, you've been praying for something, but you've been waiting, I don't know, 50 days, 90 days. You've been waiting a year for that prayer to be answered. Don't give up just because you waited a year. Learn to press on a year and one more day in hope that this could be the day that God will move. And if not today, maybe tomorrow. If not today, maybe the day after. But no matter what, our hope is in Jesus. Amen. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, Thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.